Hello and welcome to the Beards and Bulldust podcast. I'm Aiden and this is my dad. Hi. Yes, there's me. Hello. Um, no co-host anymore. So just people's on the show. Yeah. Uh, all right. Welcome. Welcome to the week. Uh, today, um, well, it's middle school holidays, so there's really not much of updates for too many people you wouldn't really have had much you've been up to in no, the I've week done the it's like um groundhog day it's been the exact same thing every day yeah yeah you're living the best holiday of your life because you're just not doing anything yeah mm. well um well this week it's it's been a uh, it's been a little bit of an odd week because we're not in a lockdown or anything like that but most people are of, treating it like it, is. it it seems like a lockdown um it's just not the government saying we're locked down. It's everyone else treating it that way. Oh, I, I just saw a thing that they have um extended the uh day for when all of the mm. kids go back to school. Yep. All of us. Yep. So that the the commencement date has been moved or something. I know when it's been moved too. They didn't say they just said it's been moved. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we sort of knew that was going to happen. I know I'm going to be working from home for the rest of January. Um, so. You know, that be what it is. Yeah. Um, doesn't really bother me that much. I actually prefer it, to be honest. Um, so it is kind of odd. Um, you know, I went to the shops today and it looks like freaking week one of all the fucking lockdowns last year. We've learned nothing as a species. In Not the last even last year, it's the year before now. So e- even that, true, true. Two years. Yeah. We've learned nothing as yeah. a species. Not a fucking thing. Walking around the freaking shops and the, the, all the stuff that was, you know, hoarded and brought from the stores and make big massive panic buys happen again this year. Um, even though people knew after buying all the toilet paper last year that they didn't need to because the stockpile for toilet paper is fucking huge. If anybody who's listening um, somehow... If anyone... Sorry, I butted in. If yeah. anyone who's listening panic bought, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. If you went and panic brought, you're an idiot. Um, there's only one way for it. I was hoping to see someone. I was hoping there was some toilet paper and there was someone walking around with like five lots of toilet paper in the shopping trolley because I would just walk them and go, you're a fucking idiot. I'd just you're silently take some from their trolley. No, oh, I'd go and put just it all back. Them. Like, yeah. it is it is just stupid because the issues in the supply chain at the moment are not driven by lack of product. It's people. Um, all the restrictions and stuff, and if you become a close contact, you have to go and be put in isolation until you recover or you don't show symptoms and all that type of nonsense. Um, most people go to the supermarket. So one person walks in to get freaking groceries and they've got the COVID, then most of the staff that are on that fucking day have to go home. Um, so they've got no staff. Yeah. So it's got naught to do with products. It's just got to do with staffing. Um, which you know the government are going to need to sort their shit out. I think that, I think the big grocery store chains have actually done the right thing. They've let it just dry up and evolve, and let all the stock run out, and now gone back to the government going, okay, now what? Yeah. Like, now what are your stupid rules going to do? Like I I think it's actually a smart move. Um, but what it does show is we've learnt fucking nothing. Like people are just still just the same as what they were. 
the last few times this sort of thing's happened. It gets on the news once that all oh, a store's running out of fucking, you know, three bean fucking salad, and people go and fucking panic buy all the toilet paper. Yeah, and like chicken thighs. Like I I I like chicken thighs. We do cook you know a fair amount of chicken thighs here, but I'm not dependent on them for fucking life. And there's a limit on chicken thighs and sausages and mince. Like you go in there and all your whole you know your chicken legs and all those other types of stuff heaps of them fucking heaps of them chicken thighs and sausages none why specifically that I have though no fucking idea maybe some barbecue season or something I, I I don't know it is such a bizarre thing and it's it's like you mentioned you just go in and go right on my shopping list today is chicken thighs sausages toilet paper like I've done <laughs> some weird shopping lists in my time but that's like out there um, so it just seems really weird and it's incredibly frustrating that after all this time it's a couple of years now of dealing with this shit people are no smarter Yeah. Um, that shows the stupidity level of the common public when after several years of this occurring they still can't get it in their heads that they don't need to go and buy all of it Yeah. and the reason you don't need to go and buy all the shopping all the toilet paper from the supermarket is because you can get it on Amazon Wow. And that's what we've decided to do. We're getting it on the Amazons. So, and the good thing about getting it through Amazon is it's like going to, like, Costco. You can buy, like, a thousand rolls. Um, We didn't, though, but we brought 96. Did we? Yes. Well, it's 48, but they're double length toilet rolls or something. But then those are individual rolls, so it's, like, divided by what? Yeah, so it's it's 30, 48 rolls, but they're double length. So it's the same amount of toilet paper as what you would get in 96 rolls. Oh. Mm. It's just tricky maths. But then it's in bags. Thing. Yeah, well, they're individually wrapped. Oh. In a big freaking box. Oh, um, it's like those, yeah. Mm, mm. So, but anyway. Oh, last as well. Yeah, we don't have to worry about it. We'll be fine. I just think it's stupid that... You know, some of the stuff that, that people have brought out are things that there's, like, warehouses full of it. Yeah. It's just a supply chain thing of getting it to the store. So it's not a big, bad panic thing. And and it sort of... It, it makes me question the person that goes and needs that much toilet paper in one instance. Like, yeah. like how much do they need to crap? Do they have a crapping problem? Is it because they have too much sausages and chicken thighs and don't need anything else? Just a diet of sausage. And the lay of the... And they have the chicken and sausage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you won't need all the fucking toilet paper. Yeah. Because um, it's obvious they have a shitting problem um, if they need that much toilet paper. And they should go and see a doctor because they've probably got the COVIDs. Um, so that's my weekly observations and the week that was all sort of rolled into one. Um, it, it's it, Another thing that I observed was how quickly people become lost in shopping centres when, or, or things like Coles when their favourite things like chicken thighs aren't there like I seen this one young couple who went into the chicken area and there was no thighs and they wandered around there for like 10 minutes trying to look for an alternative it's all fucking chicken (laughs) like the whole it's all chicken like it's different ways of cooking chicken and different looking chicken but it's all chicken just choose one just have some fucking chicken legs for once or something like had the chicken breast like it's like 
well, it's just so bizarre. You see people wandering around, and the exact one thing they want isn't there, but there's an alternative next to it, and they go, mm, "I'm not having it. I'll just go about." It's like, man, you gotta think about it. It's like I went to when I was at Coles. Um, I got some sweet potato, right? Because sweet potato is about two dollars fifty, and and sweet potato is a little bit different to normal potato. It's not quite the same, but anyway, um, the majority of the normal potatoes were all gone. But you could still get like whole, you could buy a freaking whole carload of the sweet potatoes. It was that much there, yeah. but people just going straight past them. It's like your people are idiots. It's healthier. It's yeah. better for you than normal potato, but still wander past it because it, it looks weird. It's, it's orange. It's orange. It's long. It's it's not round. It it doesn't it doesn't look like pebbles. Um, I don't know. It's odd. But anyway. That's that. We'll see what next week brings with all the madness that's occurring yeah. uh, at the moment. Um, we'll just see how that goes. It seems like for the last, I don't know about 2021, but 2020, mm. now 2022, might start off the year with homeschooling. Mm. I mean, no, because 2020 was like middle of the year. Yeah, we, we did a us. we did a stint in the in the yeah. middle part of the year with a the lockdown. There was a stint there of homeschooling, so this will probably start with homeschooling. Wow. This year, I reckon. Um, which is going to be a little bit annoying because your younger brother is starting year seven. Yeah. It's really difficult to start in high school from distance education. Yeah. That's going to be very, very difficult. So um, I hope they sort their shit out and at least let some of the kids go back to school for a little while. Yeah. Like, it ain't going to make any fucking difference anyhow. It's really not. Yeah. Um, so we'll just see. Um,. Again, there's no old lady update. I tried looking for her today when I went past. She wasn't there. Yeah. Um, I reckon she's in Fiji, um, sitting on the beach. She's escaped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's first flight out. I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> Bring on the Amsterdams. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, nothing from her because we haven't seen her. So we'll skip past that. Um, any change in your cars this week? Are we still looking at the same things? We're still looking at shitty AUs. Yeah. Um. First car, shitty checkbox AU. Yep. Should be pretty good for a first car. Mm. And then when I get a second car, um, I turn that. In. I just do the AU up as like a drag car or something. Yeah, I just go full mental with it. Yeah. Mm. But no. um. Uh, actually, I have some car news and stuff. Okay. Yeah, we can include the car news and news now if you want, or you can do it later. Um, you want your own special bit for the car news? Yeah, we'll do it later. All right, I don't think I have a car. I don't think I have a news sound effect there. Let me go opening. Do we have a typewriter or anything? Cheering. We have a gunshot. Yeah, we had the gunshot. <laughs> we'll start the news <laughs> with the gunshot. Um, all right. We'll we'll talk about that later on. Um, radio. We're going to get on to now onto my tips for young bucks. Um, in this discussion, in this bit here, not very quick, uh, very quick actually. It's uh, not something that's going to take very long. Um, and it's it's basically the the principle of um, things won't get easier unless you do the hard stuff first. So, um, as a younger person, I know when I was a lot younger, uh, I looked at a lot of older people or people doing other things that I wanted to do and saw how easily they did it. And how easy it seemed. Yeah, it, it was easy for them only because they'd done the hard stuff already. Yeah. So you've got to be willing to do the hard stuff as a young person, especially as a young male. I mean, it's 
it's easier to try and chase the the easy simple win um and a lot of people do it and a lot of younger people do it um you know you've got all your all your social media platforms now that can make money without really needing to do much but that's not gonna get you very far yeah so um you got to get into that you know doing the hard stuff doing the hard stuff first um it's it's incredibly important if you try and skip around it you'll get you'll come unstuck right it's like anything it's the same as any job yeah you try and do it the easy way first try and go straight for high school into a management job um you might do it you might get out of high school you might be going push your luck and get a manager's job somewhere probably like like a mcdonald's or something um but the problem is you won't have done the hard work and when you go to progress from that job you won't be able to yeah because not two no two managers jobs are the same so you might be a manager at at a fast food place and go i want to be a fucking manager at like coles or a distribution center or fuck i don't know somewhere and you'll go there and they'll go you haven't even got anywhere near the experience yeah not anywhere near it so you've got to do the hard stuff first that gives you the experience and experience matters more than the title or the job i guess as well like because i want to be a mechanic Mm. i can't just like you know go and start tuning cars and doing up these massive engines for the like Mm. expensive cars i'm going to start off doing fucking oil changes yeah 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 you can't rock in and just expect to do a full engine rebuild because you'll sort of pop the bonnet and go right how do i get this thing off (laughs) (laughs) yeah probably that'll be about it and you'll be just like oh yeah you don't, you don't you don't need to take the battery out to tune the car i'll put a bigger battery in that'll tune it <laughs> um yeah so be able to be prepared and willing to do the hard yards first and the easier stuff will come later on trust me um right uh things are wishing you earlier a little bit of an extension of experiences from today and this week is history will repeat itself yeah all history repeats itself people forget far too quickly way too quickly um you look at anything you look at like 9-11 and the terrorist attacks you look at you know any of the wars or any of the conflicts you look at you know countries interruptions or or you know invasions like america invading the middle east and stuff like that everyone forgets the why really really quick and then when it comes up next time like say Middle East kicks off again or something fucking else happens or there's another terrorist attack or another war everyone will stand there and go why how did this happen how did we let this happen we let it happen because we forgot what we fucking needed to do last time and we forgot everything about it so we forgot why we had to go we got caught up on why are we there we forgot all of the reasons why we had to go and do something America went over there like you know Mm. they did a terrorist attack to us let's go get them yeah. And they're like, oh, there's a ton of oil here. You know yeah. what we could do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock up over there and go, what's all this black stuff on the ground? There's fucking stuff everywhere. There's another drum of it over there. Ooh, we could use this. I think this is coffee. Um, Yeah, look, and there's, there can become conflicting reasons for things, but even just normal, normal history, like take any of the COVID stuff, right? People forget really, really quickly. Panic buying is repeating Panic buying itself. Is repeating itself freaking high fuel prices is repeating itself like you can't do fuck all in 
in this country, pretty much anywhere in the world at the moment, because everything is so fucking expensive. Yeah. And it's, there's no reason for it. It just is, in most cases, right? It's not, it's not really got to do with bloody barrel prices because the barrel prices that the fuel companies point out aren't where they're buying their fucking oil from. Um, it's probably from an entirely different country. Yeah. Um, and you can tell some of it's a sham. Like I've got the, uh, I I I get the fuel spy, um, map thingy up on my phone, that shows me the different fuel prices around town. Right, and just in our suburb, in the inner suburbs here, up on Gimpy Road, like on the main road, it's about a dollar ninety a litre for fuel, which is freaking expensive. But you go down Webster Road, which is like one block over and a few streets back, and it's a dollar forty. Yeah. Just, just because, because the other one's on the main road, and people go past and go, I need to get fuel. Um, so people just, people forget things way too quickly. Um, yeah. So, it's just one of my, yeah, things I wish I knew earlier was that people do that, um, because that would have saved me all the care. Anywho, um, <clears throat> right on to my stoic thought for the week. Now I got a Mark Twain quote here. Well, he's not really a stoic, but Mark Twain was quite an intelligent man and a quite an avid writer. So he wrote many books. Um, considered rather a manly man. Um. And one of his quotes, which I like, which I, I think is one of my most favorite, is sanity and happiness are an impossible combination. What does that mean? So it means that if you are perfectly sane, you have no level of insanity, you're perfectly sane, you're probably not going to be happy. Because you've got to be a little bit insane to be happy. No. Because you've got to be willing to go, I don't give a crap about that. I'm not going to let it interrupt my happiness. Um, yeah. You know, I'm just not giving it. Shit. Well, it's not giving Some a shit. You need a little bit of insanity to really not give a shit. Yeah. Like, you, if you were a perfectly level-headed, sane person, you'd care about way too fucking much and be miserable. Yeah. You'd just be miserable. Um, and you spend so much time being sane and trying to maintain your sanity that you would just not be happy. Whereas if you accept you're a little bit insane, then you can just say, ah, I'm just going to let that go. Yeah. And just be a little bit crazy. And just go from there. I've found that this this kind of relates in a way is that you know when I when I when I like first got Instagram or something mm. and I saw a post and someone commented something that wasn't right it just yep. wasn't correct mm. I'd be like oh you know I try and correct them yep. and then an argument breaks out and I'm yep. like oh I fucking feel like shit this random person's <laughs> arguing with me <laughs> yeah. over like the smallest thing yeah and then it gets personal or something mm-hmm. it's so much of I've found peace with just ignoring it. Mm. Just saying, you're an idiot. Yep. How do you not know that? Yep. And just not saying anything. And not saying anything. Yeah, I do the same thing. It's so just, much happier. If I disagree with something really strongly um, that I see on social media, the very first thing I do is keep scrolling. I just go, no, nah, I don't agree with that. Or well, those comments are all stupid. And I'll just scroll on. Because you can try and like correct them in the most polite way saying, Oh no! Like mm. this car is actually this or whatever, mm. and they're still just then try and argue. Even if they know that they're yeah. wrong, they're still going to try and argue. And just yeah, yeah, no point. yeah. Because it just it's they just want to win a competition. They yeah. treat it like it's a competition. Um, and if you just ignore it, I just ignore it. Just go, ah, nah, not buying into it. Not giving like, it any airtime. Like, what are they going to do? Mm. On the other side of the world, it, like it's yeah. Well, we give we give arguments like that way too much airtime. 
We really, really do. One example I seen, um, it was a news article that had showed up. You know, when you when you open like Google Chrome or something like that, yeah. sometimes it shows you random news articles. You know, freaking thirty-two-year-old woman makes five million dollars a year working at McDonald's. Those types <laughs> of ones. Um, and there was one that was um, it. What did it say? It said um, oh, it was something around like it's a mum of three uh, makes sixty-four grand a year doing something anyone can do. So, um, I, I looked into the article, and she has an OnlyFans site. Oh no, <laughs> she's a single mum of three kids, and she doesn't work. She lost her job because of COVID. You know all the whole sad sack story. I couldn't keep my fucking job working wherever's. Um, so someone starts someone... selling her titty pics online. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So she went on to. One of her friends, one of her friends, I'll put in inverted commas there, little quote things of friends, told her about this OnlyFans stuff. So she set it up and, you know, she's like, I set very strict rules for myself and I didn't show my face. No, you probably showed everything else yeah. other than your face. Like, And then she's making 60. But the article's like, oh, and at the end she's like, oh, anyone can do it. I'm like, no, I would not be encouraging anyone to start doing the OnlyFans, right? Because there's some people that should keep their clothes on. There's a large demographic of people mm. that wouldn't be really the age to no, do no, that. No, it's, and if it's, they did, and people enjoyed that, it would be pretty bad. It'd be pretty bad and wrong. And it's uh, just like just any article, and that was on like news, right? That was on like news.com.au. It so really doesn't deserve news. It's just it doesn't deserve news, and you know, like that celebrates the fact that someone's willing just to get all their kid off to make money like I, I, I just I, I don't there's some stuff that you know you can accept but saying that anyone can do it isn't true it's yeah. not something anyone can do um, and it's it's a, it's a massively personal choice like you can't say now now that's the popular thing to do because you will have a lot of vulnerable people who will follow trends and try following the popular things yeah and that might not be very good for them for their mental state, their you know their their well being, all that type of stuff. So, I just I read it and I'm like, give me fucking kidding me. There's 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 been worse than that. There, there was this one thing recently where this woman sold jarred farts. What? I'm not even joking. She made I I think allegedly four hundred thousand dollars or somewhere around that much in a month or something of amount of time for selling fart farts in jars. That's just she recently went to the hospital because <laughs> she ate so many eggs and beans so she could fart more and package more farted jars to sell so, them so, to weed fucking creeps online. <laughs> so she, she she blocked up her own system. Yeah. She's, you know, she, she didn't even have to fart. No, no. Who's going to test it to see, open it up and be like, oh, there's nothing in here. I've that's, been scanned. Yeah, yeah. They're just buying a jar with the idea of her fight being in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and at, at least she was dedicated to it. Well, at she least dedicated <laughs> to the art. She was dedicated to the art and she kept it organic. Yeah. Right? People love organic. If you tell yeah. them it's organic, you'll double your sales in an instant. Homegrown, organic, 100% America. Um, but yeah, I mean, she made her money. She's not going to die. I, I mean, yeah. yeah, I guess hats off that it was, you know, it, it fit the market at the moment. So, yeah. you know. It's just as well as 
Who's buying that? Who's buying that? Who's buying giant yeah. farts? Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine Christmas presents. Is there someone unwrapping? <laughs> what the fuck is this? That's fart in a jar. By this random woman By online. This random woman online. Don't even know what she ate. Um, that's just it smells like beans. It's just I, I know we need to diversify in the way we make money in the modern world, but geez, there's a, there's a line. And I think we're getting beyond that line and we're crossing it quite oh, significantly. Our dog has joined us. <laughs> yep, our dog's come down for a visit. Speaking of stanky farts, it's the dog. And she's just being sad. That she can't even talk. Can't even contribute to the conversation, dog. Um, all right. On to more sane stuff. Uh, Australian Prime Minister segment. So, Prime Minister number seven. The return of Mr. Deacon. <laughs> it's Alfred. He's back. So he came back into power. Um, I didn't have the dates there. It was 1909 to 1910 anyway. Um, not even another year. Um, but came back into power because he formed his new coalition. So he got ousted on the previous one. Um, lost majority power. So formed a coalition with one of the former prime ministers, George Reid. Um, which everyone was pissed off about and people were calling him traitor and all sorts of stuff because he gave up on his largely liberal ideas to do it. But anyway, his choice. Um, and through that coalition, got majority power back. So kick the other guy out again and come back Yeah. Um, into being prime minister. So uh, his stuff on this one. So uh, he got straight back to work, as he normally would do. He's only been out for a couple of months, so he might as well get back into it. Um, he passed the act that was that authorised the creation of a separate Australian coinage. So this is the coinage element of the Australian pounds. Uh-huh. So this authorised the mint to produce coins consisting of silver, bronze, and nickel. And it specified the dimensions and the weight and the quality and blah, 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 all that stuff that it had to be. Um... So that paved the way for Australia's currency to start to be made. Yeah. But only the coin-based part of it at that point. And still in pounds. Still in pounds, yes, but Australian pounds. So same thing, but different somehow. Um, he also established the compulsory military uh, training for men. So it was called the Universal Service Scheme. That's what it was called. Scheme. So, yeah, the Universal Service Scheme. It wasn't universal, it was only Australia, but, you know, yeah. universal service scheme. It was a scheme. It wasn't uh, it, it wasn't really a law. Um, and because it was universal, and universal was rather poorly defined in that whole thing, um, it was pretty hard to enforce it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, it was a two-part form of conscription, right? So it covered boys from 12 to 14. And then young men from 18 to 20. And they would have to, once they turned 12, um, or if they were between those age brackets when it started, they'd have to enroll, enlist into um, national service. Um, Now, national service was only Australia-based. So um, it was only home defence. They couldn't be deployed overseas or conscripted for overseas service. They were only allowed for home defence. Um... It, it it got on, I think, in in the next part there uh, after two thousand uh two thousand ten after nineteen ten after the elections they actually changed it and broadened it and took out that age gap in the middle and just made it all kid all 
males from I think freaking twelve to twenty four or some fucking thing like that. Like yeah. really broadened it out. Um got a fair amount of numbers in it, but still some people actually disobeyed it um and got fined. Um and some people even got prison time yeah. for not taking part. Yeah. Um not the kids obviously, but the parents and carers and people who should have signed them up who didn't. Um but I think they ended up with like three hundred and forty thousand. Jesus. At one point. <laughs> so um, it it was a fair amount. It was a fair if amount. Ever invade, if they ever invaded Australia during that time, you have three hundred thousand kids charging. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you think about it, you know, if you're if you're twelve, in I guess friggin' you know nineteen ten, and you're doing your compulsory military service, uh, nineteen fourteen rocks up, and you're sixteen. And you've done already done four years of training. You know where your ass is going to end up. Yeah, it's going to end up in war, which is what happened. There was a lot of sixteen-year-olds who signed up, and people were like, "I can't understand why a sixteen-year-old signed up." Well, if you look at history, history, a lot of these kids were likely part of the universal service scheme. Yeah, they already already had that mindset. They already had that training. They already had that that inbuilt commitment to national service. So come the time for war, it would have been just a very quick and easy logical step just to either lie or get your way in and go, I'm in. Yeah. And I'm over there. Yeah. Um, so um so that was that. That was uh that was put into place and established. Um he also defined the extent of the Australian Capital Territory, which was called the Federal Capital Territory at that point in time. Oh. Um it didn't become the Australian Capital Territory till some years later. Um, but it was called the Federal Capital Territory, and it 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 laid out the extent of it, like it laid out what the the rules and definitions around what it was going to have in that space. Um, he created the office of the High Commissioner for the United Kingdom, so that was Australia's first international diplomatic post. It's where you know you've got like embassy councillors and politicians who go over and stay in embassies, sort of same thing. Yeah. Um, but it was the first one that was established for Australia. Uh, he introduced a, a bill for the inter- Interstate Commission. So part of the early constitution was there was to be an Interstate Commission, and this Interstate Commission was to oversee how different states would trade goods and services with each other as part of an early federation. So it stipulated their control over what was traded, how it was traded, how much it was traded for, all that type of stuff so that no one state would try and rip off the other yeah um sat around for quite some while the the interstate commission um what else did he do here uh he no- negotiated the financial agreement of 1909 which was the financial agreement of how government funds be it state or federal government funds would be managed and by who between the federal government and the state governments that was a, an agreement actually stating for quite some time and forms the basis of how states are allocated federal taxes, um, who pays for what and all that type of stuff um, in amongst government. So real exciting one, that one. Um, and what else did he do here? So he did that, in-state department, financial agreement. He also put together a couple of, put forward a couple of acts. One of them was one to bring... Um, the Northern Territory under the federal government. 
um, so encapsulate them into federal government. Um, did it work? Um, I think it did, but it, did, it took another couple of years for it to actually go through. Oh. It didn't make it through in time for the election. Um, and there was some other friggin' nonsense thing. Um, so in early, well, early to mid 1910, there was an election. So it was an election year. Um, so government went full term. They didn't call the election early, which they sort of do in federal politics quite a fair bit. They'll call an election early. Um, generally they'll try and do that because if they know as the government in power at that time, um, the general public looks favorably upon them, like their, their, their ratings are high, then they'll call an election at that point in time to try and make use of that. Yeah. Um, sometimes they'll let it go full term. This one went full term. Um, an election was run. Deacon thought he was going to win. Easy. He had a majority government. This was the first election where there was only two parties to choose from. So there was Liberal or Labor. Yeah. Very similar to what we have now um, with two majority parties. So he thought he was going to win. He didn't. Got his ass kicked. What happened? Uh, the Labor Party won. Took like 16 additional seats. Got control of both the lower and upper house. Like just, just minced them. Jeez. Um, Deacon, Deacon got less than 500 votes for himself. To, to give you context, many years ago, I ran for local council. And in a local council election, I managed, as a very poor attempt at a local council, to get 100 votes. He was the in-office prime minister for the nation in 1910, and he got 500 votes. <laughs> I could have got 500 votes if I was, like, already the mayor. Um how, so, many, how many people were in Australia back then? Oh, I don't know how many people were in Australia. I'm not actually sure how voting actually worked back then, but I just think 500 is such a low number. But it's a good enough number that he stayed on as opposition leader. Oh. So he retained his seat. So I don't know how many people actually voted back then. But it just seems so funny. <laughs> it's like, and, and you stayed as opposition, opposition leader with how many votes? 500. <laughs> Across the nation. Um... Anyway, so he stayed in, stayed in as the opposition leader, on his as part of his new um, Liberal Party, um, and he stayed as the Liberal leader and the opposition leader until 1913, until he retired um, in 1913 due to to health issues. Oh. So his health was starting starting to deteriorate in 1913. It was memory loss and all sorts of stuff that they believe may have been um, onset Parkinson's and stuff like that. Um, so he decided to withdraw from government thinking that the stresses and, and, you know, the, the anguish and stuff of being in government were causing his health issues. Yeah. So he stood down and that was the end of Mr. Deacon. No. Yeah. Uh, he departed. At least he was still in government, I suppose, when he departed, he didn't get thrown out and took no, lo- no further part in politics. Um, you see that in modern politics, so yeah. All of these um prime ministers do more in like three months than our modern prime ministers do in their whole time of being prime minister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it makes a, it's amazing how much stuff they they were getting through in those early days, like how many acts they were creating, how many how much stuff they were establishing. Yeah, getting all those things along. You know, it's you wouldn't pass that many in that period of time in modern politics 
Now, now our modern prime ministers go to fucking Hawaii yeah, and yeah. have some random bloke come out of the house and say, can you guys get off the garage? Yeah, I know. Yeah, the, the height of being prime minister now is standing on someone's lawn and getting kicked off by the person who owns <laughs> the lawn. Like, it's just, it's so vastly removed compared to what it was. Um, but anyway, that's that. Um, I won't say who, who beat him in the federal election and became prime minister because I think we know who that's going to be. But anyway, we'll, we'll see on his imminent return next week. Is it the guy that was? Yeah, was there last was, week? Yeah, it was the guy that was last week. Isn't he Scottish? <laughs> Fisher. Yeah, yeah. So Fisher's Fisher's coming back in, and uh, yeah, he's another Scot, Scottish man, a Scot. So yeah, so he ended up winning the election. Um, and won it fucking fairly significantly too. Yeah. So that's that. Deacon's story ends. Deacon's story comes to an end. So, and I don't know how long Fisher stayed in as prime minister. Another two months. Probably another few months before someone else takes over. But it wasn't another party. So, but I'm I'm not sure. He might have. He might have saw. Deacon out to the end, I don't know. But anyway, we'll see. We'll see you next week. Um, right. Your car news. What do you, you got for your car news? Car news now. So, have you seen, this isn't really, really new, but it is relatively new. You know about the new Integra, right? Mm. New Acura Integra. Integra, quotation quotes. Yeah, yeah. What is your opinion on it? Uh, I don't mind it. I think it, it looks different. It looks rather unique. I so, like the I like the fact that it looks different to most other cars. Well, it doesn't really, because you may well, mm. we wouldn't know because we don't have a Acura over here. But you compare it to every single they have another Acura mm-hmm. called something else. Mm-hmm. I think it's meant to be similar to this. It's yeah. exactly the same. Yep. They have a SUV exactly the same. <laughs> it really isn't different. <laughs> if you're in America, they'll tell you it's the same as everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, another thing is people are complaining about it being a sedan, mm. which the original, like, your DC2 Integra did have it. The DC2 is the two-door. Mm-hmm. Then they had another, they had a four-door version, mm. which is called something else. Yeah. Um. So they did have a four-door version, so that's not a big surprise. But they don't have a coupe version of this, which is sad. Mm. And as an Integra... It's fucking shit, to be honest. <laughs> As just a sporty Acura sedan, I reckon it looks pretty good. I reckon it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's how I mind it. See, a, it. a lot of these new JDM cars, if they weren't renamed as something that was re- used to be really, really good, mm. it would be a perfectly fine car. Just make a new name. Yeah. yeah. Same with the Mustang and the Mustang Marquee. Make a new name. Mm. Stop using old ones. Mm, mm, mm. Is it yeah. that difficult? Yeah. Call it the fucking washing machine or something. Just anything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got a really tiny hatchback, call it the spin cycle or something. Like, you know, but, um, yeah. I don't know. It's, American car market's always quite odd. Um, they, um, yeah, it it's, is. It's just always, it's always been that way. I think it's, it's, I don't know. It's one of the weirdest ones. Uh, thanks for the shaking comment, dog. <laughs> Hanging about, pain the butt animal. Um, anything else? Yeah, I just accidentally got rid of the tab. Ah, so yeah, so there's the new Integra. So 
Yes, yeah, so it'll be a five of the new four hatchback hatchback model that should be should slot in below the TLX sedan. So yeah, it's basically a hatchback version of the TLX sedan. So it's just mm-hmm. a Acura TLX. Mm-hmm. The named it Tegra because it's a hatchback. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't know. New Alfa Romeo, unknown SUV. Is that a 2023 Alfa Romeo Tonale? Is looks like from that picture, it looks like a coupe SUV. Looks like an SUV with two massive doors. Yeah, it sort of does. It does. Which I mean, I didn't mind. What they have, they had the Stelvio or something, didn't they? I don't really know a lot about Alfa. They had a Stelvio SUV. It had the V6 in it. It didn't uh, seem too bad, but. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, uh, I haven't seen that before, and that's not what I was going to talk I, about, but now I saw it now. I think if you're going to have an Alfa Romeo, you've only got to have a sedan. Yeah. Or or, or something smaller. like Or a hatchback. Or a hatchback or something, or, or like a, Alfa Romeo a convertible SUV or something. Alfa is just like... Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Alfa Romeo SUVs. Yeah. I'm putting too much faith in a brand that doesn't make anything that's strong. Like, it's just... <laughs> it just looks nice. <laughs> it just looks nice. You don't drive it anyway, just park it. Park it and look at the badge. There's also 2024 Aston Martin Vanquished, which is, oh, I think uh, I've seen it, it looks, Why does it look like a Ferrari? Because they've gone for, like, really, really supercar design. Oh, right. Which, which never is. Aston Martin's not. <laughs> 2024 BMW i8 looks fucking horrible. I, yeah. Is that the... I, uh, is is that I the eight? hybrid? No, I'm pretty sure the i8s are fully electric, aren't they? I don't know. They're like supercars with the Lambo doors and uh, yeah. fully electric. Yeah. Like, I saw this video of this guy in a slightly older i8. And he was yeah. leaving a car meet and yeah. he drove away. He's like, <laughs> He's making the noises with his mouth as he's driving away. Well, you got to. You got to. You don't want people knowing it's an electric after you've been in a car meet. They'll <laughs> chase you down the street and throw rocks at you. So then there's the, uh, this is 2023 Corvette Z06. So I think they have the C8. Released already, mm. which was twenty twenty or twenty nineteen. Yeah, um, and then the, now they're going to be releasing the Z06. Yeah, but that isn't the Z06 the rear engine. Isn't it the rear engine car now? It's not a front well, engine. The Z06 and the C8. It's what? the same thing. But yeah, they're uh they're mid engine now. Yeah, they're really going for like the American Ferrari thing now. Mm, mm. Well, you might as well. They're all they're all plastic. <laughs> so you might as well. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I wonder how, how much horsepower and stuff is good. Oh, okay, so, because in the last Z06, the C7, mm. there's a YouTuber I watch, and he has one, and um, when he did his video on it, it's got a thing inside, and it says 650 horsepower and 650 yeah. torque. Yeah. Just to remind you, it's got, you know, that perfectly equal yep. torque yep. and horsepower. Yep. And this one spits out 670 horsepower, so I assume it also has 600... 70. Yeah, maybe it should be close. It's really not a big difference though. They've made a mid-engine and made yeah. it like a supercar. It's got twenty more horsepower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really a big difference. It'll probably drive a little better. It'll probably be a little bit better. I mean, yeah, because it's mid-engine. It'll have better grip on the rear and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, but yeah, like they are still like you look at that car, brand new supercar-looking Z06, yeah. eighty-five grand for a new one. That's there's. Mm. SUVs more expensive than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Corvettes are meant to be like pretty obtainable. Yeah, yeah. In the US, or yeah. Not here. Well, not not here because it 
taxes bringing the damn thing in to be huge. But yeah, a, a second-hand C6 in Australia, just a normal one, yep. is more expensive than a brand new yep. Z06 Corvette in America. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it was like 89 grand. Yeah. You think, it's the cheapest. You'd think they'd do a right, they'd just do a right-hand conversion on them. And, I would like and, Corvettes in Australia. And bring Corvettes to Australia. Because when they bring them over here, the price would drop. Yeah. Because all of them are American imports. Because then, then you'd have the option of, like, a Mustang, a Camaro, or a Corvette. Yeah. And I reckon, even though I'm a Ford man through and through, I'd go with the Corvette. I would like the Corvette. Yeah. Corvettes are cool. Yeah. That's where I'd go. I'd end up with the Corvette. Cause... I do like the C6s and C7s and stuff. Yeah. Um, 2023 Ferrari Perosangue SUV. <laughs> Another <laughs> fucking SUV. Oh, uh, why? It's just... It's a Ferrari SUV. Ferrari SUV. Wow. It, uh, who who buys this? If you yeah. have the option... Okay, I need an SUV, but I'm also rich as hell, so I'm going to get a Ferrari, but I don't want to get a good Ferrari. I want to get an SUV Ferrari, because yeah. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. I have I have too much money and, I, and not just, enough understanding. I just don't... It's like the Lamborghini... Urus. The, the Urus. I don't understand the point of if you want a Lamborghini get a normal one because that one's not going to do that much SUV type stuff and I hate the people who own a lot of like these expensive SUVs because mm. look at people who own you know nice Lamborghinis and stuff a lot of them actually like the car and there's yep. other people who are just like oh like seeing and stuff mm. but not a single car guy would own one of these cars so it's all, all people that are like mm. I got a Lamborghini Urus with my fucking diamond velour, yeah. fucking bright green <laughs> interior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks horrible. I hate it. I'm going to burn your car. Yeah, to it's the ground. It's like the it's like Rolls Royce when Rolls Royce do their bespoke Rolls Royce cars. Like they'll do a they'll do like a a freaking shadow or a spur or something, and it'll be completely bespoke, made for the person, and they'll advertise it and be fucking bright purple with fucking yellow Just, interior. It's like. It just shits on your car. It just, just chooses the craziest, <laughs> yeah, random stuff to flex how much money they have. Yeah, no one gives a shit. Yeah, it's, it's, we hate it. You got a lot of money and no taste. Yeah, absolutely. Money no does taste. not equal taste. No, no. So that's disappointing. Yeah, I don't think that those top end manufacturers should do SUVs. I know, I know they're only aiming was at freaking really rich people and footballers and stuff, and that's all. Lambos and Ferraris are going to be aimed at anyway, but yeah, it's. I just don't. I don't see the point. It's not really. I'd say because you know they all make supercars. Mm. That's not a supercar. I don't care yeah. how good it is. It's not a supercar. No. So they should. It, it's like I. I think it's kind of damaging their model. Yeah. As a company, because the, the more they make these other cars, they're not going to be seen as a luxury supercar brand. They're going to be seen as oh, they make some fucking fancy SUVs. And then maybe sometimes yeah. a fancy car that yeah. is a fast. Yeah. So next they'll start making hatchbacks. That'll be the end of them. I mean, Ferrari's made hatchbacks like F12 and stuff, which you I guess is a... Yeah, sort of a hatchback. But I reckon they look not, like a hatchback. It, it's not a proper hatchback. Yeah, but I, I reckon it looks like one. Yeah, it sort of does. It, it, it has a hatch on it, but it's not like, you know... Hatchback with like a V12 or whatever. It's, it's not like a, you know, it's not like a two-door golf hatchback. Right? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a difference. A little bit of a difference. It's a little bit bigger. Um, All right, next, the 2023 Ford Bronco Raptor. So we already yeah. have the, uh, the sorry, Ford Bronco in America. Mm. They're going to make a Raptor one. Okay, so what's the Raptor one got in? It'd have to have a big V8 in it or something. Um, 
3.5 litre V6. 450 horsepower. So they're probably going to use a very similar V6 than what they use in the GT. I guess. Yeah, because they use that V6 engine in the GT, I think. So. Yeah. Anyway. From past experience of Raptors, because Australia we have the Raptor. It's fucking kind of boring. It's I like the Broncos, though. I reckon they're pretty cool. I don't like the yeah. four doors. I like the two doors. Yeah. I, and you I, can take the doors off and go fully off-road types. Yeah, stuff, yeah. I don't, I don't mind the Bronco. Um, I'm glad it's coming back. Yeah, um, I like the design as well. And you probably wouldn't want to put a really big engine. Like you wouldn't want to put a big V8 into a Bronco anyway. This yeah. wheelbase is too short. It's just going to be horrible to drive with something too big. Yeah, a V6 big. is good for well, that yeah, size of the car. Yeah, it's suitable for that car. Next is the 2023 Ford Fusion Active. It looks like they took the Mark E Mustang and... It, it looks like someone's just grabbed all the spare parts out of the spare parts box and put a car together. Yeah. It doesn't look like anything. It's just another SUV that looks maybe like a Ford. I don't know. It's boring. I hate it. it. It sort of that sort of car reminds me of when the Ford Escape came out, and they had uh, like all these little SUV, little cars, medium-sized cars, their SUVs, and then the Escape came out and it sat fucking nowhere in the lineup. It's just like so. Does it sit between the territory and like your your bigger Ford four drives? Or does it not? Or does it sit... It just sat nowhere. It was just a fucking nowhere car. Yeah. that's That reminds me of it. It's just a nowhere car. It's just a car because it's like, oh, well, we need some sort of thing. So build that SUV. Build that thing over there. There's a 2023 Ford Ranger. Mm. Just... Yeah. It's like an F-150, but they just made it like... Yeah. Tradies. So they've done the, the... What they've done with the new Ranger, and it's the same as what they've done, I think, with the new Everest, is try and give it and the F-150 look on the front of it. Yeah. So try and give it the same shape. And then you look lights. at the rest of it, and it's like, eh, it's not an F-150. Yeah, yeah. You look at the rest of it, and you go, yeah, no, nah, it's shit. Yeah. Um, it's a plastic. It's still a Ranger. Like, it's not. It's only a facelift yeah. on that car. There's nothing fucking mind-blowing new on it. It's the same thing. This one's been pretty sort of big. The new electric Hummer EV, 2022 to 2024. Ooh. It, it it looks like it's from fucking Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think it it looks like a Hummer, I guess. I know it doesn't really look like any brand. It just looks like it's from a video game or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. Probably trying to take on Tesla or something like that with their radical design. And it's pretty difficult with a Hummer like that. That 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 the Hummer shape and look is very iconic. Um, yeah. And you know, when I was overseas and deployed, the Americans over there had Hummers. Um, that had the, the the six cylinder petrol engine Hummer that wasn't very fast, but they had them. Yeah. Um, and it's a very iconic look. It's it's something incredibly hard to change. You'd have to go radical because you couldn't just do small changes to that shape of car. Yeah. You just have to go. Ah, fuck it. We're just going to do something completely different because you got to. How you how do you facelift a a box? Yeah, what, add a couple you, more boxes. You add more boxes. <laughs> You cut the corners off a few of them. Like, it's really difficult to yeah. facelift a car like that. You just have to go radical with a complete change. And they have. Yeah, yeah, which is good. Next is 2022 Honda Civic Type R, which they've released all the stuff for the normal Civics, the SIs, mm. the coupes and stuff. But they've they've released the Type R, yeah. I guess, but they have that wrap on it, and I don't think you can actually buy it yet. I, I hope it's like that with less holes and vents. Yeah, and, so you look at the spoilers. new ones. 
and it's gonna be like that. Yeah. Um, they've removed all the pointless shit on it. It's a lot more subtle now. Mm. There's a lot of people saying it looks bland now, and there's people saying that it's easier to look at now. Yeah, yeah, because the old one was hard to look at. It if you had OCD, you look at it and you it hurt your OCD because the exhaust <laughs> pipes were all different sizes. The yeah. Freaking, it was so many different shapes and fairings, and things weren't lined up. And it's just like this thing's a piece of. It has more fake vents. Than any modern car, yeah, which yeah. is every one. Yeah, it, it looks like a really big Honda has gone for a night out on the piss and thrown up. <laughs> and that's just what's left on the floor, yeah. was a Civic. Like, it just, it looks horrible. Um, so I'm glad that, if that's what's going to come out, then yeah. that's much better. It is quite nice. And I think you can buy the SIs and stuff, but I don't know if you can buy the Type Rs yet. It might be later this year. Mm. Mm. Um, and people have made concept looking, like, to match the look of the Civic. They made new... Uh, S2Ks. Yep. Honda's probably not going to make them. Yeah. But it would be pretty cool. It kind of the pe- drawings I've seen people make. It looks like a fish or an alien type thing because <laughs> it's got that really like smooth, uh, tinted headlight look. Yep. But then with that large S2K headlight. Yep. Yeah. It looks weird. Mm-hmm. Um. What the fuck is that? 2024 Honda Prologue SUV. Oh, yeah, big. Yeah. It's, what the hell is it's that massive. thing? Massive. Yeah, it's massive. Look at the front on it. It's ridiculously got a high. It's bigger got, Honda badge than Mercedes. It's got to be electric with the front end like that. Yeah, it's yeah. Ele- it's electric. Um, so another EV SUV. Wow. Yeah, yeah, really, really trend setting there. Somebody's got the i uh, some some bloke has taken an i thirty and smashed it with a hammer. Twenty twenty three Hyundai RM twenty N. It it looks horrible. Yeah, I know. They've squished the front down. They've squished their headlights it. Are... They've tried to make it sort of look like an 86 on the front. Have they? That's what I reckon. Yeah. They've squished it and flattened it out like an 86 front. Nah. It looks... looks it shit. just looks... Yeah. yeah. It looks crap. That and, and that big friggin' tunnel vent on the side of it, like, it just looks stupid. The vent probably goes nowhere. It's just no, a no. black piece. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't but, um, go anywhere. Yeah, because it's an N, it's just a normal car with a different badge mm, and mm. that weird fucking blue color yeah that weird blue color which i don't like 2023 land rover defender 80 it's just the defender but they've put 80 at the end i don't know why no uh, probably just a some sort of update bits and pieces update probably yeah mm. um 2023 mazda 6 i think i saw yeah so they're moving it to i think it used to be front wheel drive maybe mm. and like I don't know why engine I had before, but now they're going for rear-wheel drive inline six. Like, oh, that might with... not be too bad of a car, really. So I think I saw the thing. It was about like you know how the Kia Stinger failed to do what the Falcons did with the yeah. rear-wheel drive inline six, mm. and now Mazda, the Mazda six is having a go at it, mm. and it looks like a Mazda six. Yeah, it's... it looks like a Mazda six. Yeah, it, it might be a success. You know, and Kia. The only reason Kia struggled is because Kia had not made anything like that before, and it's just like, yeah, I thought it was. What? A... For yeah. ages, I thought it was a coupe until I had somebody tell me, mm. oh, yeah, it's a sedan. It's a sedan, yeah. I see one go past me, like, every day. Yeah, it looks like a coupe, but it's not. Yeah. It's a sedan. That looks like a sedan. Yeah, looks like it might not be too bad. And it doesn't look bad, but I reckon the back kind of looks like a Tesla a bit. It's yeah. just that sort of... Yeah, they sort of lost it a bit in the rear of it, but Tesla without the body gaps, the yeah. panel gaps. Mm. Um, This, I really, I really like. 2023 Nissan Z. Everyone calls Ooh. it the 400Z. Yeah. So everyone's, you've seen that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. everyone's very excited about that car. It is, uh, 
So, you know, everyone's like, it's going to save JDM. It's going to save <laughs> Nissan. It's going to do all this stuff. Mm. People have seen it around the place in America. Hopefully it's good. Because if it is not, if yeah. there is a problem with that car and it turns out to be shit. Yeah, that's it. It's all fucked. Yeah, Japan yeah. is not making cars anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's everyone's hopes and dreams are pinned on that car. Yeah. Like it's, it's got to, it's got to work. It is. It's higher up than like, um, another car that I think is on this list, like the new eight, six and BRZ. It is mm. like, mm. Better, <laughs> there's some better hopes. Yeah. It does good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cause if it doesn't, then that's, it. that's the end of it. They're, they're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I think they're already like, if that car doesn't do good, they go out of business completely. Well, they're, like they're, they already were. Well, their range and their cars aren't that good there's not any like Nissans that I can mm. think of that you go I like that Nissan I don't I mean, even know there's the GTR know. but they probably wouldn't really make a lot of money uh, off of that yeah but that's you know there's Most there's not one that's yeah. the GTR's even getting a bit old now yeah I mean the GTR is even that because you compare mm. it to its like competitors I guess mm. it's still like oh no I'm thinking the Supra never mind I was gonna I was, I was talking about the Supra how the Supra with his competitors, mm. super still sports car, GTR mm. and mm. NSX are supercars. Yeah. yeah. It, GTR is getting on that because that was, what, like 2000 and Yeah, that was a while ago now. Yeah. Yeah, so it's getting old now. It's had a facelift. Oh. It's had 20 different different special editions. There was one special mm. edition that re- released recently, mm. and they're calling it the new GTR, and everyone's like, new GTR, no way, new Skyline. Yeah. It was just another special edition in some fancy color. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, 2023 Toyota GR Corolla. So no. they've had, I think, a sporty version mm. of a Cor- of this era Corolla before. They've had the Yaris have the GR version. Now they yep. do a GR Corolla. By the looks of it, it doesn't have any crazy body kits like the yeah. Yaris. It's just a Corolla with a fucking badge, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's just hopefully it's more performance than looks because the Corolla was already the current Corolla is already a sporty looking car. Like, yeah, they and looks... they do have a version that's got mm. like a spoiler and stuff yeah. but it's not actually that yeah. much faster yeah yeah it just looks better so hopefully the that version's had some proper tuning work done to it if we're basing it off of the gi yaris which mm. was regular shit yaris turned into an absolute beast and everyone yeah. likes it yeah i've seen lots of people who've reviewed the car and end up buying one because mm. it's that good mm. hopefully this does the same thing because yeah. i reckon these corollas are cool and if they had an actual tuned up sporty version that would be really cool yep yep um wait hold on a second what okay so <laughs> I I don't know about this I don't know if it's no way 2024 Toyota MR2 nah they're, no it's way it's gotta be making, a concept still no way they're making a new MR2 Toyota is a bit of a sport car kick lately because yeah mm. Toyota's making all the yeah old sports cars yeah um, having remembered the eight six Supra, um, uh, likely electrified. No, they yeah. make the new MR2 electric. It doesn't look like an MR2 so far, though. No. So kind of disappointing. Yeah, yeah. I this wouldn't. is gonna be an electric. Uh, it's two door. Electric two door. Yeah, it's not and gonna be anything. Call MR2. Yeah, um, that's disappointing. Some Toyota off-roader that looks weird. Oh, that looks like a combi. Yeah, yeah. But Volkswagen. it's electric. <sighs> See, they bring back all these classics and they go, "Oh, we'll um, we'll Make just electrify electric. that." Like seriously, 
It's a freaking combi. It had a flat four tiny engine anyway. Just leave it as a petrol engine. And then that's the finish of that. But um, there mm-hmm. is the, you know, the new BRZ. I've seen a lot of people are buying the new BRZs. Mm. They were able to do that before 2022. Yep. And apparently it doesn't look as good in real life as on the pictures. I like the look of the BRZ mm. over the GRX6 because I like the happy smile on the BRZ. Yep. GRX6 is a little bit too bland, I reckon. Mm. Mm. But it's still really nice. Apparently they're good cars. There is a couple problems, but it is, it's basically a facelift. Yeah, and a bit of an improvement over the last journey isn't anything crazy. Okay. No. Um. So yeah. All right. Cool. That's all I have for cars. That's all of it. That's it. Well, that's and good timing too, because we're right on the one hour mark. Yeah. How about that? Um. All right. Well, I don't have anything else. That's all my segments already done. Um. So that's all of yours. Got anything else? No. That's no. it for me. Nothing else. Awesome. All right. Very goodly. Well, that's today's episode done and done. Thank yeah, yeah. you very much to everyone who listens and enjoys the show. Um, we're getting people to try and leave ratings and reviews at some point Yeah, throughout this year to try and get some of those rating things moving. Um, you can rate us on Spotify. Yes, you can. five stars, please do that. Yeah, please give five stars. Um, Not sure about any other platforms. Yeah, I, don't use them. I think some of the other platforms you can. Um, if you feel so inclined, please do. Uh, otherwise, you will hear from us again next week. See you later. Goodbye.